Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 81, and I'm drinking Jose Cuervo Especial. With each episode of Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, you should expect that I'll be well-researched and educational, also entertaining and consistent in my reviews. So, I chose Jose Cuervo for this episode because it's the most popular tequila on the planet, and the first hard alcohol I ever got drunk on to the point of being sick. For a lot of people, that would have blacklisted the spirit for them, but that didn't happen to me. And you may be surprised to learn the story of Jose Cuervo, a category leader who can at times get a bad rap, but I think that's mostly undeserved. The bottle I have for the tasting is Jose Cuervo Especial. It is the standard 750 milliliter size, bottled at 40% alcohol by volume, making it 80 proof, and it retails for about $20. The bottle was recently updated, so much so I literally had to ask the clerk at my local liquor store if they had it, because after studying the tequila shelf, I didn't see the bottle I was familiar with. I guess that tells you how long it's been since I bought Jose Cuervo Especial. It was a good reminder to me of the power of packaging to reinforce a brand. I asked the clerk, and of course they had just stacks of it on the shelf in various sizes, but I selected the standard 750 milliliter, the one-fifth size. The current bottle is clear glass. Overall, it's rather squared with a large square foot that's ribbed. The shoulder slopes up to a cylindrical neck topped with a mostly gold-colored metal screw cap. On the metal neck sleeve, there's a coat of arms and the text, A Family Company for 10 Generations. The glass has a lot of embossing on the sides. It's very much a bespoke bottle. The Jose Cuervo signature is on one side, and the other side reads in Spanish, and please pardon my pronunciation, Desde 1795, Distilleria La Roena ha representado integridad y dedicación de cuervo a la cualidad, which roughly translates to, since 1795, the La Roena Distillery has represented cuervo's integrity and dedication to quality. Additionally, the date of 1795 is embossed front and center on the shoulder above the front label. And the front label is classic. It's a yellow background, the logo type of Jose Cuervo in an old English or Gothic style font is present. There's also seven small gold medals adorning the top of the arched label. It's a feature common to older spirits that have won numerous awards. There's also a dark brick red belly band label below the main label on the front, with the most prominent text being, Made with Blue Agave Gold Tequila. There's also, of course, a back label that reads in part, since 1795, our tequila has been made in only one way and in only one place. There's also an illustration of Jose Antonio de Cuervo before all the legal stuff in barcode. Okay, time to open the bottle. It's got a metal screw cap. Here we go. And we'll go for a pour. As with all spirits on Liquor in the Core Connoisseur, I am tasting it neat, which is right out of the bottle, room temperature, not diluted. I'm also using a clean Glencairn glass. It's a whiskey nosing glass that's ideally shaped to taste spirits with. In the glass, the tequila looks just like it does in the bottle. 
seeing as my glass is clear. It's a golden color. It's light gold. It's not very dark, actually. And on the nose, <laughs> it's a very familiar tequila scent. And a lot of that tequila scent comes from the blue agave, which makes it up. There's some sweetness to it, a little bit of citrus undertones. In particular, on the nose, I pick up hints of orange peel or citrus peel that comes through, along with sweetness, maybe honey. And on the palate, mm. there's a burn to it. Let's try it again. The first taste really wakes the palate up and gets it ready for the ethanol and the burn. There's still a burn on the second taste. The spirit is not super refined, more on that and how it's made, but it's got a pleasant flavor. It tastes of tequila. This is what a lot of people view tequila to taste like. There's some sweetness to it. I get almost a, a tangy tanginess from it, which maybe is a hint of grapefruit, perhaps. It is a bit sweet on the palate as well, but in the finish, I get some bitterness and astringency, hints of wood perhaps, coming through some oakiness slightly. Yeah, it, it's familiar, I will say that. Going for one more taste. Yeah, it's rather creamy, actually, the more you drink it. It goes down smoother. Typically, I will say this particular tequila is not usually a sipping tequila, so most people do not drink it in this manner. Okay, let's dive into the history of this storied brand. First off, while this product has most always been referred to as Especial, it has in the past more prominently carried the gold label to it, and as such, I always knew it simply as Cuervo Gold. The gold has been downplayed some in current form, but the Cuervo website lists it as Especial Gold. This seems to differentiate it from Cuervo's higher-end Tradicional line of tequilas, where it may be confused with the Reposado. So, I want to call it Cuervo Gold, but I'll try to stick with Especial Gold throughout. Jose Cuervo is a much older brand than I'd realized. As the bottle states, they go all the way back to 1795. But before they had tequila, they had to grow the agave. And that started in 1758, when Jose Antonio de Cuervo y Valdez was given a land grant by King Ferdinand VI to plant agave for tequila production in the town of Tequila, Mexico. The King of Spain gave him the land because at the time, Mexico was controlled by Spain, all part of the European conquest. Spanish cultures tend to have two last names, or surnames, and Jose Antonio was no exception. The first of the surnames is paternal, the second is maternal, and in English, the name would be Jose Antonio of Cuervo and Valdez. It's rather descriptive, actually, and retains the mother's name that's often lost in English naming conventions. Anyway, I thought I'd mention it here because at times, for those unfamiliar with the naming conventions, they may seem a bit confusing. Cuervo translates to raven in English, and that's the reason the raven is the mascot for the company. 
though honestly it's not all that prominently featured. It is part of the family coat of arms that's featured on the neck sleeve of the bottle, and a raven occasionally shows up in advertising, but that's all really. Anyway, back to the historical timeline. We're at 1795 when Jose Antonio's son, Jose Maria Guadalupe de Cuervo y Montana, seems to have been in charge and was granted a license by the then King of Spain, King Carlos IV, to produce tequila commercially. This is said to have been the birth of the tequila industry. While the family was licensed and producing tequila commercially, they didn't have a dedicated distillery until 1812 when La Roena was founded. This is the name given to the distillery, which is the oldest active distillery in all of Latin America, and it offers tours today while still producing tequila. A milestone in the brand's history is 1852, when Jose Cuervo was first imported to California. During the gold rush, the proximity to Mexico helped California with this importation. At the time, though, it would have been barrels of tequila, because bottling wasn't yet common. That changed, though, in about 1880, when Cuervo became the first tequila distiller to individually bottle their tequila. In the same year, they won a gold medal for their tequila. Fast forward a few decades, and during Prohibition in the United States, some Jose Cuervo did make its way into the country, illegally, but tequila was not very popular at the time. The popularity of tequila as a category started to take off in the 1940s, and that coincided with the lore of the invention of the margarita cocktail. We may never know exactly where, when, and who invented the margarita. There's competing sources and various claims to its invention, but what we do know is that by 1945, Jose Cuervo was running advertisements promoting the margarita cocktail using Cuervo, using the slogan, Margarita, it's more than a girl's name. In the early 1970s, Jose Cuervo featured prominently in the Tequila Sunrise Cocktail, which is simple to make, it's just tequila, orange juice, and grenadine. The Rolling Stones were said to drink a lot of Jose Cuervo in Tequila Sunrises, while on tour in North America in 1972. So much so that in 2016, Jose Cuervo released a special Rolling Stones edition bottling of their silver traditional tequila. In 1974, the Mexican government created and designated tequila as a product unique to certain parts of Mexico. This designation of origin is similar to how cognac is defined. Jose Cuervo benefited from this protection and promotion. Tequila took hold of the U.S. market in the 1980s, and sales grew. Globally, tequila as a category has expanded greatly. Much of the growth in sales in tequila in recent years has come from premium tequilas, of which Jose Cuervo Especial Gold is not. That said, it does still command a large share of the market. Just exactly how much sales the Especial Gold makes up, I can't say for sure, but it is a stalwart of the industry. Cuervo as a company has expanded as well. They have their traditional line of tequilas, which are 100% blue agave, and they have other brands as well. But the Jose Cuervo brand itself was actually created in 1900. From an ownership standpoint, Cuervo is still mostly family-owned, but they've lost Cuervo from the family name through marriage. The current family name that owns the company is Beckman. The Beckmans are direct descendants of Jose Antonio de Cuervo y Valdez, the brand's founder. 
1989, the Beckman family sold 49% of the company to international distillers and vintners who would be rolled up into the company that became Diageo. Diageo attempted to buy the rest of the ownership stake in Cuervo in 2011, but the Beckman family refused to sell. Negotiations fell apart after about 18 months. Diageo reportedly was offering somewhere in the neighborhood of $3 billion. Apparently a bit soured from the rejection, Diageo ended their U.S. distribution deal that they had for Jose Cuervo. So, the Beckman family's own Proximo Spirits took over distribution. The brand is extremely valuable, and in 2017, the Beckman family, while retaining majority share in the company, did an initial public offering of Jose Cuervo on the Mexican stock market. They did this through their parent company, Beckel, S-A-D-C-V. This IPO was said to net the Beckman family $5.3 billion in the process, billion with a B, far better than Diageo's buyout offer a few years before. Jose Cuervo Especial Gold has had some packaging updates over the years, and while I was unable to find the exact year that the Especial Gold was introduced to the market, it's been around for decades in various forms and various names. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, oftentimes it was referred to simply as Cuervo Gold. The bottle and label was updated in 2011 and then more recently in 2018 with the current bottle. Sales for Jose Cuervo have been strong. In 2020, they sold 4.6 million 9-liter cases in the U.S., a big jump from 2019, driven in large part to the COVID-19 pandemic, where at-home consumption skyrocketed. Established brands benefited most from changing consumer behavior, not buying cocktails on-premise at bars, rather buying bottles to consume at home. And Jose Cuervo saw their sales rise by almost 800,000 cases in one year. However, this sales figure includes all of Jose Cuervo's tequilas, and the Especial Gold is only a portion of it, but likely a decent chunk. So now let's talk about how it's made. While Jose Cuervo produces a range of tequila, it all starts with blue agave. The brand owns about 5,500 acres of agave fields. Agave takes at least six years to mature to harvest size when a humidor can hand cut them from the fields using their specialized, very sharp, round blade known as a koa. The harvested agave are referred to as piña because when all the leaves are cut off, they look like a very large pineapple and will weigh 40 to 60 kilograms each. Each agave plant will yield about 5 to 7 liters of tequila. To support their sales, the distillery uses a lot of agave. About 180 tons of agave a day are used in production. The first step in production is to cook the agave, and they do this in 16 stone ovens, each with a capacity of 40 tons. The agave is steamed at 90 degrees Celsius for 40 hours. This cooking converts the starches to sugars and softens the plant material for the next step of production. They use a series of conveyor belts to transport the cooked agave to a mill to shred it, where the juice is then pressed out. The pulp and fiber is trucked back out to the fields to be used as fertilizer or compost on the agave fields. The pressed juice is filled into many 50,000 liter fermentation tanks that have about 10% water added along with yeast. 
Fermentation takes 60 hours, resulting in a product that is 12 to 15% ABV. Distillation is next, and copper stills are used for this. Cuervo is twice distilled. The first pass produces a distillate referred to as ordinary at Cuervo that's 20 to 25% alcohol by volume. The second distillation yields a finished product that is 55 to 60% alcohol by volume, a clear spirit. This is diluted with pure water to get to a bottling proof if it's sold as a silver or white tequila. For Jose Cuervo Especial Gold, this is a blend of some Reposado tequila, which is simply tequila that has been rested in a barrel for 3 to 11 months, and a younger tequila or a Hoven spirit, which is new spirit mostly. And while the belly band on the label on the bottle proudly states that it is made with blue agave, it's not 100% blue agave. Especial Gold is what's referred to as a mixto tequila. Legally to be called tequila, at least 51% of the sugars source used in fermentation must be blue agave. But the other 49% can come from other sources, and this is often sugarcane. Because sugarcane is harvested annually versus 6 to 10 years for agave, it's therefore much cheaper to produce sugar with sugarcane, and therefore a sugarcane distillate is blended with agave tequila to create a mixto like Especial Gold. While this mixto process is looked down upon and the premium brands really market against it, it's not that uncommon of a practice in other distilled spirits to have a blend of different products to create a finished product. It is still more than 50% agave, and then it's got some sugarcane alcohol added to it. If we look at the whiskey world, we've got a number of whiskeys where legally they maybe only need to be 25% actual whiskey and the rest can be a neutral grain spirit that necessarily isn't whiskey. So more than 50% agave to create tequila, that's not bad in my opinion. It creates a cheaper product that is more available. Finally, for Jose Cuervo Especial Gold, some caramel color is added to the blend to give it that consistent golden color that consumers expect. Now let's talk cocktails and consumption. Jose Cuervo Especial Gold is perfect in a margarita. They really marketed themselves to be included in margaritas and cocktails and blended mixed drinks is ideal for this tequila. It's also a tequila that oftentimes will be consumed as a shot. And of course, if you're pining for a retro 70s disco vibe, go for a tequila sunrise. So in summary, what do I think of Jose Cuervo Especial Gold? I gotta say, it's the first hard alcohol I ever really drank to excess. Not necessarily proud of that, but it's the reality. I still enjoy it though. It's got a decent flavor. It's a familiar flavor that I've known all of my adult life of legal drinking age. Again, it's not a premium tequila, so as long as you don't have the expectation that you're drinking something that's 100% blue agave, that's going to be really clean, and you know, it depends on your, your desire with tequila. Tequila, as a category of spirit, has a very large range. There's silver tequila, which is fresh off the still. It's a you know, brand new spirit. You can have a good flavor to it if you get a good quality version. Then there's products like Jose Cuervo Especial Gold, which is a blend. It's got some Reposado, so it's got a little bit of aged tequila in it mixed with some younger stuff, but it's really tequila for mixing. And then if you want to get into more premium, there's 100% agaves and there's Reposado, which is aged. It's rested for 3 to 11 months. 
You've got Añejo, which is a year old. You've got Extra Añejo, which is more than a year old, up to about seven years old. And then there's some other versions. They even do a crystal version where they are filtering an aged tequila to take the color out. Tequila as a category is expanding. All that said, Jose Cuervo Especial Gold is a great product for what it is. So that's going to do it for this 81st episode of Liquor in the Core Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Tell your friends. Show notes are on liquorinthecoreconnoisseur.com. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast platform. The show is also on social media. Facebook and Instagram are where I'm most active. I love hearing from my listeners, so if there's a spirit you'd like me to feature on an upcoming episode, please do reach out. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>